Hello, everybody, and welcome to Typhoon Talks, a podcast by Typhoon Consulting, a boutique management consultancy headquartered in Hong Kong. My name is Michael Grady. I am a consultant here with the firm, joined by my co-host, Chen Yang. Welcome, Chen. Hello, everyone. So today, on today's episode, we're going to be taking a deep dive into uh, project management and agile with one of our uh, premier project managers here at Typhoon Consulting, Sabine. Welcome. Good morning, Chan. Good morning, Mike. Thanks for having me. Welcome. Uh, I think it's going to be a good, uh, a very interesting series and very useful for a lot of our listeners that are in this project management space and, and uh, management consulting space uh, on a more general level. So Chen is going to start us off with a couple of questions. Sabine, these days, Agile is almost abusively used by everyone. So what is so special about Agile? Oh, that's actually a pretty interesting term you use, but yeah, I agree, it's um, pretty overhyped these days. So if you open up the job portals or training portals, you see Scrum Masters, um, coaches, Agile, it's actually they're looking for. Um, and it actually took its place in various industries and organizational departments. Um, it's because a phenomenon like, like what you also facing with cryptocurrencies and blockchain the people hear these fancy terms and they just want to adopt this so everybody wants now to go on agile however um agile as it's as every coin two sides um so due to the fact that everybody wants to have a piece of the cake the outcome is poor adoption and you hear more and more about failure rates um, regard in, in terms of um, agile projects so when you are agile or when you're running a project um, with an agile methodology it doesn't mean automatically that you are successful with that can you define what is being agile um, agile um, actually let, let's go one step back what does actually agility means so in terms of um, the sport industry in general, it means that you minimize the transition from one movement pattern to the next one. If you apply this now, if you apply this now to business, this just means that you reduce your responsive time, that you can actually react much quicker to change. So before you mentioned there, actually, despite all of the hype around Agile and all these companies trying to implement mm -hmm. Agile frameworks and all these, um, you know, terms that we that we hear thrown around, um, there are actually some negative things about using Agile frameworks, right? Like some drawbacks. Can you explain a couple of those? Yes. So just at the beginning. So I don't say actually that it's, it's um, negative per se. It definitely have huge potential, but I say when you actually have weak adoption, then of course automatically this would lead to failure um, rates of a project. So the positive things, um, agile is what I already <coughs> said. It shortens your responsive time. How does it do that? So agile, or um, let's be a more bit concrete scrum for instance there's a scrum manifesto which gives you um, guidance um, via principles and values helps you actually to make your processes much more transparent to make um, your teams collaborate more 
than you would probably do on the traditional project management tools. It also enhances the communication within the teams, enhances all the, the individual and the unique skill sets within the teams. So once you understood and you adopt this methodology and you live it in the organization, you have huge potential in terms of shorter iterations, quicker deliverables, and what is even more important, you can um, you can incorporate changing requirements given from the industry, from the business, or other external factors. That's super interesting, actually. So, so there's a, beyond a lot of the the positives of implementing agile and executing it properly. Um, maybe what you're saying, like what you were saying earlier, is some of the uh, the news or maybe like popular opinion around it is because of the failure rates, maybe because of all these people trying to implement it, but implementing it poorly? Um, I wouldn't say um, failure rates are mainly due to bad project management, but agile is like any other skill, playing piano, um, doing a certain type of sport, it's a skill. You need to train that skill to become excellent in that. So once you're trained, you totally understand what it's about and you adopt it. And I don't mean only on a project level, then it can be a huge success factor. So what I saw on recent projects, they claim to be agile, but they were still following a, tradi a traditional methodology or they were projects teams, they actually followed an agile methodology, but nobody else in the company or in the entire organization actually knew about this. So these days projects fail because they were run in silos, there's no communication. And I mean, agile or the methodologies Scrum is not a cure for being perfect. But as I said, it gives you guidelines. It clears, it, it defines the events. For instance, daily stand-up meetings or retrospective sessions where you can reflect how the, the last sprint actually went. It gives certain roles like ownership. There's a scrum master, there's a product owner, there's the team. Just the common language kind exactly. of. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, this is actually common sense. Mm. Um, but what I saw these say, or what you always see is on, in, in day to day business project life, there's no ownership. So, what is actually doing um, this uh, methodology doing? It just gives you some guidance how it should be. And I said it, it's common sense, it's not magic or rocket science. Just now you mentioned another buzzword Scrum. So, what is Scrum and when do we use Scrum and when do we use Agile? Yeah, sorry that I'm mixing terminologies. So um, one step back, Agile. What is actually Agile? Agile is just a umbrella where third methodologies are grouped under. And Scrum is just one besides Kanban, Six Sigma. There are a lot of methodology how you can actually apply Agile. Of course, on a case-to-case -case basis, because it's not like one solution fit at all. You need to define um, depending on the nature of your project, which methodology is actually best for you. And to your question, when should you use Agile or Scrum as said? So actually, in fact, one is a framework and one is the methodology. So the question should rather be, 
should you use waterfall as a traditional methodology or should you use scrum as an agile methodology and this again it depends it's a case-to-case -case evaluation you um, as the project sponsor the project manager um, should actually decide on so waterfall for instance it's not that negative what everybody is a lot of people are judging waterfall that's quite rigid but it's not that negative so um, for instance you have clear requirements and this can be a regulatory project where the regulations given by the reporting authority are clear and for instance you need to implement them into the organization so they are clear they won't change over the time of the project you can take them you write your business requirement documentation you draw your process design then you implement on the other hand given a software development project or a technology project where you have actually technology involved which is um, driven by innovation you can face a lot of changing requirements and then it makes sense to run your project according an agile methodology because you need to react to changing requirements given by the business given by the customer other external factors and then it gives you as said at the beginning the ability to reduce your response of time is that why agile is often used in software development yes um, not even often it has its origin in the software development industry so agile is not a new concept or better say scrum it's not a new concept it was um, implemented or used in the late 80s. Um, and it makes sense um, if you just consider a technical product with certain features and functions. So if I develop, for instance, a user interface and the client doesn't like it, and the, the business requirements changes, I can actually um, yeah, quickly implement them into my next um, increment. So increment, um, let me quickly explain So what Scrum is actually doing. It's in contrast to an iterative um, project where you deliver the um, final deliverable in one time, in one piece. It delivers um, increments of the overall um, product um, via sprints. Let me give you an, um, an example. So one of my projects um, targeted to deliver a new design of their internet banking platform. So there were different epics. There were different epics um, defined, which consist of several user stories. And what is the team actually doing? they define before each sprint what they're going to go to develop in this sprint, taking it from this product backlog, pulling it through the sprint backlog, and then developing little increments within one sprint. Once the sprint is finished, they go back to the product backlog, seeing what is actually in there, putting it through again to the sprint backlog, and then working on that. So it's little increments. What is a huge advantage of that? So imagine you have a project which is running um, under waterfall. And after six months, there is a budget cutting initiative. 
and you just actually finished the requirements and the planning phases. So what did you have? What did you have achieved at the end? Nothing, because you couldn't actually deliver. Now, apply the same example to Scrum or an Agile um, methodology. So six months, you already accomplished three sprints and you already developed three features. This can be a new automated banner on your user interface. This can be a new robo-advisor. So you always um, create a shippable product, um, an increment, and this is usable straight after you delivered that. Very, very interesting. So it's almost like it makes sense in the tech industry when you're kind of, like you said, developing specific features that then together just make up the, the entire val- like value prop of the product. Um, mm-hmm. But you keep throwing out these terms like, like user stories and um, the thing you said was like an epic. If someone's not familiar with the Scrum um, ecosystem, then uh, can you explain what these terms stand for? Yes, yes. Just one one point you mentioned, it makes sense for the technology industry, not mandatory. So what you find now outside the industries, there are a lot of hybrid models um, where you actually can mix. And again, I know I repeat myself, it's a case to case. Um, so for example, if your project requires a lot of meticulous documentation, then you can follow actual waterfall. You can go together with business and you write down all the business requirements. But once when you actually want to deliver, um, or once you enter the delivery stage, then you can actually switch to an agile methodology. And now again, um, your the terminologies, sorry. Um, what is an epic? An epic is, um, a collection of work chunks. So think about you have a, a basket and there are a lot of, there is actually work inside. Um, so what makes Agile and Scrum attractive is you cut those work chunks, uh, you cut the work into work chunks, into little pieces. So every epic, um, in this case, consists of user stories. These represent my my work chunks. And um, Due to its complexity of this epic, this is what Agile or this is what Scrum actually wants to achieve. Makes the work manageable, makes it visible, and with this approach comes a lot of um, advantages. So the team stays motivated because you see actually what you need to do in the next two, three, four weeks, depending how long your uh, how long your sprint is. It also keeps you structured because you see what needs to be done next. Again, I'm not sure if I already explained what the user story is. This is actually the, the more fancy term of a business requirement. What is a user story? A user story simply says um, who wants what to achieve which benefit. It could be a statement like me as a retail banking client want to quickly lock on my user interface, my browser window, via a biometric feature to reduce my login time. So this is the benefit it, it, um, 
it provides. So it wraps my requirement into a statement, which makes it much more easier for the development team or all the project members to understand. We've been discussing a lot about the application of Agile in software development or technology development. Is there a wider application of this methodology? Yes, good question. Um, I said there are some projects outside running on hybrid models. So you can run your projects even when you're not a technology firm. Uh, one example is just my current project. So I'm there um, project managing um, human-centered thinking design. So we are not... Um, you mean a customer-centric Customer-centric, exactly. Okay. <laughs> it's we are prototyping and creating wireframes, which is pretty interesting. Um, I wouldn't say that Scrum is applicable to that because sprints, hmm. yeah, actually we, we, we claim now our our weekly deliverables like in one week sprint, uh, sprints, um, but we are using Kanban. Kanban is pretty simple, but it's an agile methodology. So what is the Kanban board about? You have actually this this um, Kanban board or a white wall, whatever, and you group it into three stages. It is um, what is planned, so my proposition, what is in progress, and what is done. And then you simply use post-its and you pull them through the circle. So what is the advantage? Because I have now three work streams. Um, nobody before this, or it's it's hard actually to create transparency. But once they actually look at the Kanban board, they see, all right, this is in the pipeline. We are currently working on that. And this was already delivered. Um, where are dependencies? You can easily pull and the, uh, the post-its together, group them together. Um, you can plug on or you, you can add names. So you make it visible. It's a really nice tool to organize um, different groups, stakeholders, but also to manage the team in itself. Yeah, I also find it very useful when you can actually visualize your progress and your outcomes. And also different teams can compare their progress at the same time based on the Kanban board. Exactly, and um, actually a pretty good example is um, Trello. Um, not sure if everybody is familiar with that. Um, Trello is actually using exactly the same um, methodology. So you make it visible, you have boards, you have cards, and you can assign team members to those cards and activities. And this is just the, the IT solution of Kanban, while we on the project rather use the traditional um, tools, post-its, and text markers, which is awesome. To use the traditional way, you also get, get the face-to-face -face time, so people can actually sit down in the same meeting room. Well, if you only use Trello, then everyone is online, and they are still not having any face time with each other. Exactly. So what we have, um, and this is also one of the um, events, Scrum, for instance, suggested, we have daily stand-ups. Those stand-ups are just 15 minutes, but it gives the team the chance to meet together, to exchange information. Oh, I saw this on so many projects. Um, you get distracted and then probably you forget to report something. Or it depends also on the culture. Um, where are you actually operating? It depends on um, the member's personality. Some are 
um, not that proactive, communicating when they're facing an issue or a problem. Some are more straight ahead. So the daily standard gives every team member the stage to tell what's going on with the task. Because you have your to-do list, you're asking what is actual moment um, in the pipeline, what is each team member working on on that day, and what are the milestones for the week. So it, it increases much more transparency. Great. Just to wrap up this episode, what would be the three key messages you want to bring to our audience? All right. Well, first of all, Agile is not a new concept. It has its origin in the late 80s, so it's, it's not brand new. Secondly, Agile methodologies like at Kanban or Scrum are a really good way to enhance collaboration within the teams, um, to, to reduce responsive time and to deliver usable increments um, in really short iterations. So you don't need to, to wait for months to get your product actually done. And the last one is revival of waterfall. So waterfall is not negative. It is. It has also its charm, but it depends always. You should always decide which methodology you pick depending on the nature of your project. Yeah, very good information. Um, I th this episode is almost like an A to Z of project management. Like a lot of different things were covered, you know, scrum, waterfall, positives, negatives. Uh, definitely very good for some up and coming project managers to hear from a, a veteran of the, the capability. Thank you, Sabine. Thank um, you for having me. No problem at all. So that's all the time we have now. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Typhoon Buzz. Check out our website, typhoonconsulting.com. And uh, go to check out our iTunes and SoundCloud pages for our other um, podcast content.